Well, I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Cell phones, pay attention. I tell you, you start counting five like a sucker. One, two, three, four. Whew. Just got over the old winter storm here in Texas. It's now like 70 fucking degrees. Basically went up 70 degrees in like four days, which is basically typical Texas. (laughs) Man, that shit was wild. And I know, you know, everybody that lives up north, like they don't really see that it's a big deal because we only got like 10 inches of snow. But when you live here, 10 inches of snow may as well be six feet. Like, nobody's prepared for that shit. Like, it was... Like, I went to sleep and then woke up the next day, and there was, like, 10 inches of snow outside. And you can't... I mean, nobody has, like, cars that are ready for that shit. We don't have, like, snow tires and stuff like that. So, like... I mean, you're fucked. Like, you're stuck at your house. Like, I couldn't leave the entire week. Um, Yeah. Dude, this shit was miserable. And, like, I mean, I kind of like snow and shit, but, like, god damn, I hate being, like, I was just trapped in this fucking house. Like, you can only do so much, like, eating and sleeping. Like, basically, all I did was eat, sleep, and masturbate. (laughs) Oh, my god. Like a fucking insane person. Yeah, it was, it was rough. I did get to... Mark off something off of my bucket list, which I've been wanting to do for a very long time, but haven't had the opportunity. So since it was snowing, I thought, oh, this would be a perfect time for me to piss my name in the snow. I've never done it before, and it's always been something that I wanted to do ever since I was a little kid. I've always been a big dreamer. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this would be a perfect time to fulfill a lifelong dream and piss my name in the snow. Um, turns out you have to do it in cursive. Unless you're really good at like controlling your bladder, which uh, I'm not. But, uh, yeah, so I kind of remember how to write in cursive, which that was not really a fun thing to do. But So I go out, piss my name in the snow. And uh, I'll be quite frank with everyone. Um, There is no better feeling on the planet than having a little snowflake just drop down and just kiss the tip of your penis. (laughs) Man, I didn't know. I wish somebody would have told me I would have moved out of this fucking hellhole years ago. Like, it's quite a sensation. <laughs> Man, I w- look, I'll say this, though. It is really hard to not drink whenever you're snowed in. 
<laughs> like, I don't know what, like, the alcoholism rates are in, you know, like, Alaska or whatever, like, Michigan and North Dakota and shit, where it's, like, where it's this times a thousand for, like, three months out of the year. I would imagine alcohol rates are, or, like, alcoholism rates are sky high, like fucking Indians. Native American, sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the uh, fuck the temptation to get blasted was at an all-time high. <laughs> like God damn, because the last time that it even snowed here, which was for like three or four, or maybe four years ago, I uh, like it just snowed, you know, overnight. And that night, I drank. Like two bottles of Jack Daniels and left my glasses outside in the snow somehow. <laughs> I woke up on my fucking couch, didn't remember what the hell happened. I got outside and there's my glasses like frozen in the snow. <laughs> yeah. So it was hard to uh, not want to do that again. I mean, typically not drinking is pretty easy for me. Like, I mean, I think about it constantly, <laughs> but I can like, you know, pretty easily resist it. I just, you know, don't go get it. But fuck, man, whenever you're frozen in like this, it is, that's a new kind of fucking pressure to deal with. Like, like fuck peer pressure. Peer pressure is nothing compared to goddamn snow pressure. <laughs> like, yeah, man. I don't know. I just think, like, it's easy to quit drinking if you just think about the shitty times. Like, if you think about all the fun you had drinking, then it's going to be really hard to not drink. But if you, like, constantly remind yourself that, oh, yeah, I don't want to wake up with, um, like, my comforter covered in puke. <laughs> and I don't want to wake up, like, with piss all over me, whether it's mine or someone else's. <laughs> Like, wake up and don't know where your car keys or your phone is. Like, all those those feelings. If you keep thinking about that shit, it's pretty easy to quit. But if you keep thinking about how much it makes everything more fun, <laughs> then, yeah, it's pretty difficult. Driving's a lot more fun, too, when you're drunk, apparently. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, uh... See what else happened in the world. Rush Limbaugh finally died. God, rest in hell, you fat fuck. <laughs> it's all right, I can say that. I'm also fat. I get a pass. Yeah. I mean, I, I've actually grown up listening to Rush Limbaugh because of my fucking grandparents. Like, as a kid, we're like massive Rush Limbaugh fans. And. Like, even as a kid, I would listen to it, and I'd be like, this shit is kind of, like, making me angry. <laughs> like, like no wonder everybody that's over 60 thinks that, like, the world is coming to an end, and that, like, Obama is the Antichrist. Like, that's all you're hearing. If you listen to Rush Limbaugh, that is all you fucking hear, is that this country is, is going to shit, and Obama is a black Antichrist. Like, that's all he fucking talked about. Like, whenever I listened to it as a kid, like, overhearing my granddad listen to it. It's like, what the fuck? And, I mean, 
like everybody's going through and digging up like all of his uh like highly racist quotes and that shit has been hilarious <laughs> like he uh like I was, I was reading through some of them like oh my god like it sounds like fucking david duke <laughs> like this son of a bitch was like he said that um watching the an nfl game is like watching a game between the bloods and crips that's not a good thing to say <laughs> he said that the uh, nba should be called the tba the thug basketball association also not a good thing to say and then like back in the 70s he told a a person who was calling in to who was you know a black female to uh take the bone out of your nose and call back <laughs> like holy shit man like that is fucking wild and he like avoided any kind of like flack it seems like i mean now everybody's shitting on him you know cuz he's fucking dead but like i don't really remember people like shitting on rush limbaugh growing up like you either were like if you listened to him it was cuz you were a fan of the bullshit he had to say but i don't remember anybody ever saying like oh we need to get rush limbaugh off the air it's funny that he avoided that but don imus <laughs> caught a whirlwind of shit rightfully so but still like i mean i would say what don imus said is very mild compared to what the like the shit that rush limbaugh was saying throughout his entire career i don't really know shit about don imus i just know he called the Rutgers women's basketball team a bunch of nappy headed hoes also not not a great thing to say (laughs) it's amazing that like how do you not know that you shouldn't say that? Like, is it fucking ignorance or stupidity or you just don't give a shit? Like, like, how do you know that, like, you shouldn't call a bunch of African-American women nappy-headed hoes? Like, I would be scared out of my mind to say something like that. Like, I would get, well, one, because I would get the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> Like, uh, I mean, I guess everybody should have freedom of speech, but you should all the, also have the freedom to uh, get your ass kicked if you say something crazy like that. Like, that's always been my philosophy is that, sure, like, people should be able to say anything they want to anybody. But <laughs> if you do, and that person doesn't like what you said and knocks you the fuck out, then that person should not get in any trouble. Like the person who beat the shit out of you. Once the police show up and they're like, Oh, what happened here? You're like, um, this motherfucker just called me the N word. All right. Well go about your day, sir. We'll handle it from here. Like that's, that is exactly how that situation should go. Like, sure. Let that person, let them say it. Like shouldn't be a crime, but when you get your ass kicked, just know that you deserved it. And that person who kicked your ass should get in zero trouble. But that's obviously not how it works. Um, speaking of, happy Black History Month. <laughs> I seriously don't know anybody that celebrates Black History Month. Like, as you know, who is actually black. I, I mean, if... Like, how is it not just 
um, like American history. <laughs> like I, I mean, I celebrated as a kid because I didn't know that. Like I don't know. I thought it was like the right thing to do is to you know do a school project on fucking George Washington Carver <laughs> and think I was doing my part. But then I started realizing, I was like, so because okay, like obviously it's a good thing to celebrate black history like nobody's arguing that it's just the fact that whenever you designate it to a month you're also at the same time saying that the other 11 months it doesn't really need to be talked about (laughs) like that's kind of the mentality of it is that hey look we we talked about it in february we all need to keep bringing it up and that is complete bullshit but that's the fucking attitude behind it is, all right, here's your month, the shortest month of the year. <laughs> and now you can't complain. Like it's, it's pandering like to a very extreme level. Like, and yeah, I mean, the only people that celebrated are fucking like middle schools, <laughs> like middle schools that have like poster boards all over the school of like fucking what's her name? Jackie Joyner, Kersey and, uh, fucking Benjamin Banneker. And then what's crazy is that like, like I remember in school, the little revolutionary that I was <laughs> with my fucking Che Guevara shirt that, uh, was made by a six year old in Malaysia. <laughs> like I, like I remember I did a project on Malcolm X. Cause I was like, I didn't really know shit about Malcolm X. And this is whenever I was in like seventh grade, I think. So I don't know how old you are when you're in seventh grade, but like 13, 14. And I was like, okay, I'll do my project on Malcolm X. Like, that'll be interesting. He's a famous person in black history. I didn't know shit about him. I knew like that he was like on a level with Martin Luther King. So I figured they probably did like kind of the same shit. So I started doing the the project and I'm like, whoa, there is a bit of a difference between (laughs) Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. And I fucking, I got obsessed with Malcolm X. Like, reading everything I could, read, like, listening to his speeches. I read the autobiography that he um, did with uh, Alex Haley, the, the guy that wrote Roots. Um, like, I just got super, like, inundated in, like, Malcolm X. And, yeah, I remember my teacher th- saying that you know, you need to pick somebody else to do, to do your project on. And I was like, I was like, holy shit. Like I've been a fan of Malcolm X for like six days and the system's already against me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's interesting that, that like, I probably could have done a project on Hitler with no flack. But I did a project on Malcolm X and got told that I should pick somebody else, which I ended up not having to, but still like it was highly suggested to me that mm, maybe you should maybe you should pick somebody a little more appropriate. I was like who the fuck is more appropriate? Like I mean yeah, Martin Luther King, I like I'm not shitting on anything Martin Luther King did, but fuck Malcolm X was like the guy. Like, what the fuck you mean somebody more appropriate? Like, I should have done goddamn uh, Nat Turner. <laughs> like, goddamn, I mean, yeah, 
Oh, speaking of, I watched Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> Fucking amazing. That movie is incredible. Like, Daniel Kaluuya, if Daniel Kaluuya doesn't win the Oscar for Best Actor, then I will officially stay state that the Oscars are racist as shit. Because I've been kind of on the fence about whether the Oscars themselves are racist. Um, if Daniel Kaluuya, okay, maybe not win because I haven't even seen the other movies that would be nominated. I didn't even think they were going to do the Oscars because, like, no movies have come out. But I guess apparently they are. And uh, I don't think the nominees have been posted yet. But anyways, he better fucking be nominated. Which I guess he'll probably be nominated for Best Supporting Actor because... It is Judas and the Black Messiah, so I guess he would be considered like a supporting actor. I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. I mean, I guess the movie is about William O'Neill. But anyways, yeah, you if you haven't seen it, holy shit, you have got to see this fucking movie. Um, Daniel Kaluuya, yeah, is amazing as Fred Hampton. Um, like, there was... okay. This is going to be a stretch, and I don't know if anybody's going to understand what the fuck I'm talking about. There was a way that people talked, like in the 60s, to where they sounded like they were old, even though they were young. <laughs> There's no way people are getting what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, Like, yeah, like, you know, when you hear somebody, so like, I'm 27, I sound like a kid compared to the way people in the 60s talked. Like, none of them sounded like they were 21. They sounded like they were 50. Like, they had, like, old man voices. And, like, Fred Hampton had, like, an old man voice. But he was he was fucking... Well, he was 21, I think, when he died. So, like, even younger when he became the um, chairman of the Black Panther Party in Chicago. But, like... Yeah, like, I don't... I don't know. I don't... Like, it makes no sense... Like, I don't understand, like, why that's so different now. Everybody sounds like a little kid. But Daniel Kaluuya does such a fucking good job at, like, I mean, it's not even mimicking. Like, because he does have Fred Hampton's voice down perfect. But it's not, like, it doesn't come across as, like, an impression. Um, Like, he, like, feels like he is Fred Hampton. It's, oh, it's fucking amazing. Um William, I mean, the guy, uh, Lakeith Stanfield plays William O'Neill, the guy who infiltrated the Chicago Black Panthers uh, for the FBI. And he is amazing in this movie. And I'm 100% sure he will not be nominated. <laughs> like, they're, uh, I don't know. I mean, the Oscars are so, like, this is all that's such bullshit to give awards for movies. I mean, to give awards for anything that's like an art form is fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> but oh well but yeah if you haven't seen it um it is your duty for black history month to watch a judas and the black messiah <laughs> man it's amazing like yeah you don't really ever see movies that have like like i haven't seen a movie with really good acting in a long time except for like the, the little things had pretty good acting but it wasn't even that great like everybody seemed like they're kind of phoning it in i mean compared to this and then uh martin sheen plays j edgar hoover which is really interesting it really shows like 
a pretty good taste of how much of a complete scumbag uh, J. Edgar Hoover was. Like, the whole movie's about COINTELPRO, which if you have, if you don't know what that is, just read about it, because it's very interesting. The uh, FBI's, like, basically targeting of the civil rights leaders and civil rights movement uh, groups like the Black Panther Party and just trying to, like, completely discredit them. Um, yeah, J. Edgar Hoover was a fucking dick. <laughs> and most likely had both of the Kennedys killed. But, um, yeah, it was, yeah, very interesting. Man. So I was, uh, telling somebody, like, because I don't even know if I really, like, uh, told anybody about this before, but, like, about how I, uh, lost my virginity. So we were talking about, <laughs> uh, it's kind of a weird segue, but, um, we were talking about, like, you know, do we enjoy having like anal sex and stuff like that? And I was like, well, like I actually had anal sex before I had regular sex. <laughs> and the people that I were talking to were like, what the fuck? That seems weird. And I was like, yeah, but there's kind of like a story behind that. So it went into like the story of like how I lost my virginity, which I think is a pretty interesting slash embarrassing story. So I will share it with you now. So, so whenever I was 16, um, like I had been talking to the school for a little bit who was older than me by like, you know, a couple of years, which when you're 16 is pretty fucking intimidating already. Um, and she was like, Oh, well you can come over this weekend and like, basically we're going to hook up. And I was like, Oh fuck, here it comes. Finally. So I like, <laughs> I go to like fucking Walgreens and buy some condoms, which I had never done before. Uh, so it was already fucking embarrassing, kind of like not knowing like which ones you're supposed to get. Like I saw Magnums and I was like, oh, I've heard of these. And then, <laughs> then I started remembering my mind. Oh, yeah, it's only about like black guys. <laughs> and I was like, eh, I'm not fooling anybody. Like, I probably should uh, not get these. <laughs> so, look, I ended up having to like tie it off like halfway through. <laughs> so, yeah, so I got like condoms and I was driving, about to like drive to her house, which just for like for reference, she was like 30 minutes away. So, I'm like 15 minutes away from her house. I get a phone call from her. I'm like, oh, fuck. And in my head, I'm just like, oh, it's this shit's about to get you know, canceled or whatever. And she calls and she says, hey, uh, are you on your way? I am. And uh, it's like, well, I have some bad news. I was like, fuck. Like, what is it? She's like, uh, well, I just started my period. And I was like, oh, fuck, damn. And uh, she was like, yeah, we might have to reschedule. And in my head, I'm like, no, there is no rescheduling. <laughs> like, I've been watching porn all day for educational purposes. <laughs> like, just so that I would know how to, like, do, like, the no-look pass, you know? <laughs> like, where, like, you you don't have to, like, feel around for it. You can just, like, go stick it, like, straight in. Um, which is definitely harder than, like, people don't tell you that that's way more difficult than what you think it would be. Like, when you're standing up, like, you you don't have, like, that fucking, like, you're not looking down the barrel of that thing. 
<laughs> so like you don't really know where it is so you end up like it's like whenever you're drunk and you're trying to like stick your key it, like your house key into the you know into the door lock and you just keep scraping around the fucking door handle and uh yeah that's pretty much what it's like anyway so i was watching porn like the whole day fucking just thinking oh like i gotta learn like <laughs> some last minute tricks like basically cramming for an exam <laughs> and uh so i'm like no like fuck how can i make this happen i was like well uh you know i mean i could just come over and we can hang out she's like oh really and i was like yeah sure she thought i was like being nice and i was like i mean really i'm just thinking like i don't know i don't really know what i was thinking maybe i can like just make it happen somehow like work my way through <laughs> and uh i was like yeah no i mean i'm already almost there like i'll i'll come over and we can watch a movie or something so i go and then pretty much immediately we start like hooking up and i'm thinking like man she did say she was on her period so i i don't know like what that like means as far as like having sex like like can you not have sex or like I don't even know I don't even I kind of don't even know what a period is to be honest like you know whenever I was that age and so I was like well like I know we can't have sex and she was like well we could do anal and oh frame of reference she doesn't know that I'm a virgin so I've lied to this person and told her that I've had sex multiple times because <laughs> I did not want anyone thinking they were taking my virginity um, and also, by the way, she was not a virgin by any stretch of the imagination. So, um, <laughs> so I was like, anal, I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, we could do that. Like I, I saw a video or two where that happened. <laughs> like, I think I'll be able to figure it out. And okay. So in my mind, so I don't know that you're supposed to go real slow like really slow um yeah like you gotta like warm it up i did not know that so i <laughs> basically i put the condom on and just slam it in because that's what i saw in porn but i don't know that in porn like they're stretching that shit out the whole fucking day and so i just slam it in and i hear a pop and i'm like what the fuck was that like did i break her asshole <laughs> Like, uh, and I, and I just hear, <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. And so she's like, what the fuck were you doing? And I was like, what, what? Like I was sticking it in. She's like, she's like, God damn it. Like you don't stick it in like that. What the fuck? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's like, ow, 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 ow. And she's like laying down and I, <laughs> I looked down and like my dick is like busted through the condom. Like I had snapped the condom in half. Like it's like like an overcooked sausage. Like when the shit just pop. Like <laughs> like a tube of biscuits. <laughs> and so I'm uh Yeah, so, so I look down at that and I'm like, holy shit. Like this isn't good. Now I don't have a condom. because uh, I only brought one, which is already a bad idea but so then i'm like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry like and she's like well all right all right so let's try it again so we do like anal sex and oh and okay so by the way i do not tell her that this condom is broken 
because I don't want to be like, oh, I don't know what to do. Um, so so I, I don't say shit. I kind of like rearrange it so that it's like kind of kind of looks intact and then do anal again. But it's like slow. And I'm just like, this is not that great. So then we do that for a little bit. And she's like, all right, like we can just, you know, you can just we can have sex like if you want. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, is that like allowed <laughs> like are you gonna be all right she's like yeah like it's not that big of a deal i was like okay so she like gets a towel <laughs> and is laying on the towel and like so we do like you know regular sex for a little bit and i remember like taking my dick out and it looked like she had given birth <laughs> like i'm looking at my dick and it looks like you know like when the alien pops out of their chest and he's like Shh, like that <laughs> <laughs> that's what that shit looked like. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, sorry, little buddy. Look, I'm putting you through the fucking ringer today. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't even know how long I had sex. Not, I mean, not long at all. I can assure you. And, um, yeah. So then I'm like, we're done and I'm laying there. And I'm just like, this entire day was a massive mistake. <laughs> that's whenever I realized that like sex is not what it seems to be <laughs> like it was such a horrible first experience and then I um, left and never talked to her again which I kind of feel I feel somewhat bad about but communication goes two ways and she never reached out back to me either I think we were at a mutual understanding that um, I'm not good at this <laughs> And I think she <laughs> realized pretty quick that I had been um, bullshitting about all the sex that I supposedly had had. <laughs> but fuck it. It worked. And yeah, that's how I lost my virginity. Oh, fucking embarrassing. <laughs> all right. Well, that's I'm going to end it on that note. <laughs> what a wonderful way to end it. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, everybody take care. Be sure to uh, check out the YouTube channel. I'm uploading every video onto the YouTube page. And coming up soon, counting down the one, my 100 greatest bands of all time. Uh, that should start like next week. So, hell yeah. Peace out. Assalamu alaikum. I guess you just have to be prepared to die. Well, what? Pay attention. Get off your cell phones. Pay attention. Suck. One, two, three.